calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving god, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. What will be here? Episode 6, Critical Vehicle Functions. Content warnings for this episode include swearing. See the show notes for more details and a link to the transcript. There are countless legends about impossible tasks. Every culture, seemingly, has its own. Making a chain to hold the mighty Fenrir. Jumping out of Buddha's palm. Slaying the Nemean lion. There's something very human about trying to do the impossible. It extends beyond legend into history itself. The Wright brothers, Apollo 11. I hate to say it, but even Gautno Kerr. These are people who succeeded in doing the impossible. History doesn't remember those who failed. Still, it's almost comforting. As we build this rocket, we follow the long tradition of attempting the impossible. We'll find out if this is truly an impossible task, or just one that seems impossible. Will we succeed in the mission we've given ourselves? I really don't know. There's always a bigger hill to climb with this project. That's how every project goes, but this one especially. There are obstacles inherent to building and launching a secret rocket. Who would have guessed? In addition to your general engineering challenges, we're also going directly against the government and our corporate overlords. I say that like they're two separate entities. They pretend to be, but... Everyone knows Savannah has bought off all three branches of government. We have a whole host of logistics to keep in mind because of our particular situation, especially when it comes to sourcing materials. It's not like it was in college. I can't just walk down to the machine shop and ask for some sheet metal. 
I also can't order materials online because Savannah tracks all of our purchases and ordering too much of anything will get you a visit from the company. I can't tell you how much I wish I could just place an order for the hardware we need instead of just using whatever Shuri can scrounge up. Don't judge me for the Phillips screws on this rocket, okay? I know they strip, and I know what a hazard that is around all the electronics in Zero-G, but it's all we had. Kay was really careful about putting them in, and I'm confident we'll be okay. Most importantly, I'm confident this rocket is making it through Max-Q when it launches. Though, that assumes this rocket will be launching at all. Right now I'm having a lot of trouble acquiring fuel for it, which certainly puts the whole launching thing into question. We've got a couple of options for propellant, both solid and liquid. Kay and I have been building out the body of the rocket while we figure out how to get it moving, since obviously our choice of propellant will affect the engine design. Solid propellant is a lot easier to work with. It's what the first rockets used. We don't have to worry as much about pressurization and combustibility, and the system would be a lot more reliable. And hobby rockets use solid fuel, so there's some on the legal market, even. But not in the quantities we need. Because we would need a lot. The shuttles from 200 years ago had extra boosters attached to them just to hold the fuel, and while our payload isn't seven astronauts, we would need what Kay deems a ridiculous amount. A can make it work if we need to, so Shuri is following up on a few leads to see if we can get it all. Now, liquid propellant is a whole other ballgame. It's what the pros use these days. You can get a lot more bang for your buck, and I mean that literally. Methane and kerosene-based engines provide way more thrust per gram of fuel than any of our solid propellant options. That means we'd need less of it. And storage-wise, that's a better deal. It's easier to hide a smaller rocket. But the liquid propellant is harder to get and harder to store. The risk of fire is high. With solid fuel, we don't need to worry too much about burning down the underground until the countdown starts. With liquid fuel, I'll be worrying about it from the moment we bring that stuff in here. I'm not sure which one I prefer, actually. I'd almost rather burn the place down than get caught with a half-built rocket. I don't get to make the final call. That's for Shuri to do, based on what she knows we can get and when. We're all pulling favours, but Shuri's doing the most work to find our fuel. Once we know which favours come through, I'll be able to finalise the engine design with Jules. Dane will finish the electronics, and Kay will start putting it all together. It's a team effort, for sure. But will we be Hercules or Sisyphus? Will our legend be one of triumph or failure? I wish I knew. It's just a battery. How hard can it be? <laughs> huh. I don't know why they would do that. Okay, that's an interesting choice. Yeah, you did not need to weld that. Why would you weld that? Bolts work just fine. Oh boy, here we go. Ah, Christ on the biscuit jewels. How fucking rich are your parents? Savannah, we make our employees drive around in light tanks for some reason. We value their safety so much that it's next to impossible to work on one of our cars. Finally. Ugh. 
Listen, I understand that Savannah's batteries are some of the best in the business, and we need one as a backup for the strontium clock, but do we really need to make me chop up a car for it? Like, seriously, one of the only things I'd actually be willing to buy from them, and suddenly it's proprietary and not available to the general or specialized public. If I can't buy one, I'll have to take it out of this titanium box on wheels. Armani would probably kill me if they knew I was wasting all this framing, but it's impossible to get the power systems without it unless I took the motor out. Nah, that'd require me to get the crane, detach the motor, find that weirdly specialized extension cord with the curvy prongs. It's just, it's just not worth it. Beautiful piece of engineering, though. The CF nanotubing is just... Mm. Maybe I should make a helmet or something out of it. Of course, the titanium's gonna get used up a lot faster, provided I can keep Shuri from selling it. I've got a few things that could use an upgrade. Or seven. Come to think of it, I want to know how Jules even got this. I could have sworn this stuff was reserved for, like, the elite of the elite. Wait. Thank you for driving with Savannah. The oh, hell no, I am not dealing with this asshole again. Right, 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 I remember how to read this. Yeah, 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 I don't know what that symbol means. Mm, okay... Let's just start pushing buttons. Wrong button. Uh, location monitor, hardware disconnected. Yeah, yeah, you can't find your GPS. Big deal. Who owns you? Is there a secondary port or something? Uh, let's check around here. Uh, lighting output, motor cable, GPS box, radio input, GPS box. Uh-oh. Oh, please don't be what I think it is. 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 Oh, shit. Oh, shit, 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 okay. shit, 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 shit. Oh, this is bad. Oh, come on, come on. Hurry up. Tell me who you belong to. Okay. Uh, this is worse than we thought, but I think not as bad as it probably could be. Just a... Handy little tracking device built using Savannah's own network rather than the existing U.S. military and Skywire ones, which would conveniently lead anyone looking at it right... You okay, Kay? That sounded a bit intense. Here. What? Jules! Uh, just the person I need to talk to. Uh, what you doing here? <laughs> I came to see if you needed any... Is that my car? Again? Is what your car again? That's my car! Yeah, that was your car, yeah. But since I can't get the battery in that car from anyone, it's the Rocket's car now. Anyway, uh, what, um, uh, yeah, what are you doing here, Jules? <laughs> Not just, like, today in particular, but, like, uh, overall. Uh, we're building a rocket for a record of humanity, Kay? Was that not obvious? Yeah, 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 yeah. Any particular reason you drive that car here? It's my car? Well, it was my car. So you weren't, um, hmm, I don't know, uh, sending geographic data to anyone? What do you mean? There's an eagle eye in your car, Jules. So? 
There's one of those in every car. No, 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 Jules, Jules, no, 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 no. There's an eagle eye in every corporate Savannah car. Normal cars don't have a specialized tracking device on them. Not even the Savannah ones. What are you getting at? Jules, Savannah has the exact location of this whole operation because you've been driving in. I know your parents work for Savannah, but I need you to tell me exactly what they do because we could be in some serious trouble right now. They both work in human resources. They do paperwork. I don't know. I think they mostly handle internal communications and stuff. Jules, you need to stop driving in. Stop bringing your phone when you come in. Don't bring in anything that could be used to track you. What's the kid of some Savannah HRMs doing in the underground, huh? That's the sort of thing that Savannah gets suspicious about. Okay, relax. It's fine. It's not like anything is going to happen because Who of... got raided last week, Jules? Hmm? Why do you think they chose this area specifically? Huh? Give me that. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. Stupid, stupid, stupid! <sighs> Hi. Hey. Hello. Sorry. Uh, we had a team meeting. Shuri's blaming me for the raid. She says it's obvious that I was being tracked, and it's my fault that they raided this part of the underground. How was I supposed to know that I had a tracking device lodged in the bottom of my car? I'm not under there too often. And it's not like they don't all do dangerous stuff all the time. Shuri is constantly getting into trouble and having to run from dangerous people, so maybe she's the one who let them here? Kay's got a habit of breaking things or breaking into things. And who knows? Maybe A picked up a piece of... bugged... tech? I don't know. And... and if they were tracking me, what was I supposed to do about it? I don't generally park my car close to the entrance of the underground. Kay was the one who needed to borrow my car. I'm being as careful as I can when I'm actually entering the underground, I think. I haven't told my parents much about what I've been doing or where I've been going, and Savannah doesn't have cameras set up on every street corner, just cameras on every corner within a five-mile radius of Savannah-owned buildings and devices. And my car is definitely Savannah-owned. My parents are high-level Savannah employees. But... But why would Savannah care about their stupid kid? And I haven't mentioned any of the gang to either of them. They just think I'm at school and hanging out with school friends. Which is technically true. I do know Ari from school. But... Sasha's always listening. Oh my god. I think I'm gonna be sick. What's the matter with me? I put so many people in danger! 
Oh God, oh God. I did those early recordings in my car. What, what else have I said around the recording devices? Oh no, oh no. Oh, what have I done? I'm a terrible person. I basically just rounded up four amazing people and handed them to Savannah on a silver platter shaped like a tracking device. God, I am so angry at myself. Of course I should have realized my parents are terrible. I mean, they work for Savannah, which is the entire reason we're doing this rocket, so we can outrun Savannah and everything they've done to this world. God, what did I do? I put everyone in danger. People were hurt because of me. I'm so fun. Hey, uh... Dane, um, <clears throat> Dane, hi. Were you about to curse? No. <laughs> well, hey, hey, are are you okay? I, I sorry, I, I, I'm sorry. It's fine. I'm fine. What, Jules? Whoa, hey, 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 hey! It's okay. It'll be fine. No, please. I've put so many people in danger. I should have known that I was being tracked, and I, I kept coming here, and I, I should just leave, Jules, and... breathe, okay? I'm sorry, I'm such a mess. I think, I think I should just go. What? No, that's... You belong here, with me... With, with us. Dane, you don't need to... You were there for me, okay? Let me be there for you. Come sit. Can I, uh, give you a hug? Mm Mm-hmm. Listen, Savannah knew about us, even without your help. This is not on you. I... Oh. Look, all I'm saying is that Gout has enough information on everybody that he could basically be Santa, and yet he chooses not to. Dude's a bad guy. (laughs) And what would you ask for from Santa (laughs) Nakur? Not a goddamn thing. (laughs) Hey! Language? Oh yeah? I almost heard you say the fuck word tonight, and you want to lecture me on cursing. (laughs) Keep laughing, and I'll have to bring out my PowerPoint on the proper time and place for cursing. You made a... (laughs) Wait, so when is it okay to curse? When you're in pain, or when you've been on hold with the Savannah customer support line for more than half an hour. You're ridiculous. You know that, right? (laughs) Rude. I should go talk to Shuri. Apologize for... I don't know that you need to. No, I do. Even if I didn't know I was being tracked, I should have been more careful, or... Not as willingly naive? More aware of my position in life. Well, it's a lesson most white folk don't learn, so... I think you've made great strides already. Yeah, it helps when you can directly see the consequences of your actions. (laughs) Yeah. Come on. I'm worried she'll hate me. (sighs) 
Don't worry. Sherry hates everybody. <laughs> Come on. I know how to talk to her. <laughs> oh, fuck. There's an emergency exit on the second floor. Can you draw that um, in really quick? Shuri? I just wanted to say uh, okay. uh, hi. No, this not hi. Just I just wanted so to say easier. hi because how rude would it be to just barge in without saying hello? What I really am here to say, though, is... We're getting down to wait, the wire now. Can she hear we me? We can't afford to make any mistakes uh, here. She looks kind of so busy. Make sure and she's got her headphones on, so stupid. I'm guessing not. Obviously, I doubt she even noticed us walking in. To someone. Mm. Should that we doesn't mean we should get lazy. Say something? And I, I did don't not make want a flawless to 3D mock-up of a Savannah um, warehouse just so I could fuck up my one-man master heist. Eh, she likes to think out loud. Exit. Brady went through all the trouble of getting these schematics to me without her bosses seeing. The least I can do is reproduce them correctly. Damn it. Now I'm thinking about everything else I might have fucked up. Run through it again. It needs to be perfect. No more mistakes. She's, she's kind of being hard on herself, the isn't she? is being kept... Uh, Sherry right doesn't here. really like surprises. The door is especially the kind that away. put everyone she loves There's in danger. Floor to the building, so, but where oh, the fuel is kept she's just probably just mad at herself for not covering instead. her bases. And across from the exit, there's another doorway that leads into a hallway. If I go down said hallway... Making sure to stay out of view of the emergency exit that I so stupidly forgot. There's a bit of a walk before you reach the security room on the left. Brady might be able to sneak me in if I pick a day when she's on the night shift. This is one of the smaller warehouses, so security isn't anything too crazy. Might be able to pull this off if I distract the guard. <sighs> Let me check her photos of the camera setup again. So there is a room for me to get in, but is there a way for me to get to the fuel storage room without being caught on camera? Because getting caught would definitely mean getting buried. But then again, who fucking cares? At this point, we're all basically worm food thanks to everyone's favorite little Savannah princess. I- I'm sorry. Uh- don't take it too personally. No, of course I'm not going to, but honestly, I'm just surprised that you two are so alike. Well, I have the stress ball, and she has the breathing. Seven, eight, and exhale. Okay. Focus. The way from security is pretty straightforward, so that guards can get to the fuel quickly. There are six cameras in this hall. A guard makes rounds every five minutes. Let's do this one more time. From the fuel storage room, the bay doors are- Is someone there? Me, dummy. Dane! Uh, Hold on, let me take this- Oh, Dane, you've got something smudged on your cheek. Really, Jules? Getting that 
touchy-feely? Who said it was okay to flirt with my baby brother? Uh, I did. I mean, I do. Say it's okay, I mean. Since we're dating and all. I'm sorry, since you're what? Dating. But that is not what we came here to talk about, actually. No! No, 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 no! Stop! Who said it was okay to date Jules? Well, Jules did. I guess... Um, is this a bad time to say I'm sorry about the tracking device, or... The what? Read the room, Jules! Just... You wait a second. Dane. Are you kidding hey, me? Hey, hey, Shuri, watch... watch the recorder! No, fuck the recorder! Is this a fucking joke? After what she did? I'm gonna kick your ass! Whoa, whoa, How the headset! How dare you? You know, you know what? I'm not even gonna talk about this. Wait! I got you guys. You shouldn't have to see this. I'll, uh, I'll talk to you later when all this is sorted out. Okay? Okay. Bye. Uh, love you. This episode was written by Brad Colebrook, Chandler Harrison, Cole Burkhart, Dee Reese, and Tal Manier. It was directed by Tal Manier and sound designed by Cole Burkhart, and features Kathy Youssef as Armani, Vico Ortiz as Kay, Jonah Loon as Jules, John Y. Kamara as Dane, and Sahar Iman as Shuri. This episode also features Brad Colebrook and Tal Manier as Sasha. The theme music is by Benny James, and the transcript is by Caroline Minks. What Will Be Here is primarily produced in Long Beach, on the stolen land of the Quiche Nation. Discovery's four computers now have primary control of critical vehicle functions. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests where we talk about all sorts of topics, and sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot-button issues, and it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.